Hello, S'mores Scary Story listeners. Did you guys get your s'mores box yet? If not, you can get them at the 774store.biz. That's B-I-Z. This unique design s'mores box has all the products to make your own mouth-watering s'mores. It has three different kinds of marshmallows, fresh graham crackers, Hershey chocolate bars, skewers, and a roasting tin. Yes, the tins are absolutely safe. The tins are soy-based wax with no smell or taste, and this is why we love them for the marshmallows. It does get a little hot, so we added a heat-resistant mat for you to put the tin on, slide on the lid, let cool, and voila! Pretty s'moresy, eh? We would love to accommodate to your party, as the s'mores boxes are very popular for that. So plan on us being there for you. Hey, and no more rushing to the stores to gather up all the s'mores necessities. Or no more messy inconvenience try to find a way to roast your marshmallows. Everything is included in the s'mores box and more. It ship right to your home. And also, the link to our podcast, S'more Scary Stories, is on our website. So order yours today. Hi, S'more Scary Story listeners. Welcome to Episode 7. When you hear about a near-death experience, it leaves chills up and down your spine. Well, you're about to feel that exact bone-chilling experience, and it will leave your head spinning when you hear this man's death experience. Now grab your s'mores box, and let's talk scary. Last week, my girlfriend and I made plans to visit her parents that lived a few hours away at the other end of the state. We usually don't get out very often as a majority of our time is spent working. We are both quite passionate about our career, and as a result, we rarely find time for family and friends. We had missed quite a few holidays and get-togethers over the past years, and this week, on a random coincidence, our days off happened to perfectly align. We had three days off together, so she immediately suggested that we visit her parents. I suggested we stay in for the week and relax. But guess who won that debate? After it was decided, we spent the day chatting with her mother on the phone about the visit, and she was thrilled. We stayed up all night packing, and the next morning I loaded up the car, and we began our three-hour car ride. The first hour of the journey was quite eventful. We had passed her own city to get on the highway that cut through the rural part of the state, and once we had made it onto the highway, it was supposed to be smooth sailing, but that ended up not being the case. Everything was fine until the snow began to fall. It was lightly snowing at first, and then within minutes, we could barely see a foot in front of the car. The snow battered the windshield relentlessly. She asked me if we could pull over and wait out the weather, but I told her no, not to worry. I have driven through worse storms before, and it usually passes within a few minutes of driving. She gave me that uninsured glance, but trusted my judgment. The storm wasn't letting up, but I was still adamant on continuing the trip. A couple minutes later, she turned to look at me, and then suddenly, into a car. Then a shrill beep filled the room, and I passed out. I opened my eyes a moment later. I found myself standing in the operating room, looking at the doctors all around me. 
I asked them what had happened, but they didn't even acknowledge me. Then I noticed how slow all the doctors were moving, as if time were almost standing still. I looked over the shoulder of one of the doctors and saw my face lying there on the table. (laughs) I chuckled at myself as I was finally realized what was happening. This whole entire situation looked like some cheesy scene into a medical TV show. Then I felt a twinge of unease wash over me. I felt like I was being watched. I looked around the room trying to make sure I was alone. Then I saw there was a face sticking through one of the walls on the other side of the operating room. Its skin was white as bone. It had very sharp chin and a pointed nose. Stringy white hair dangling down from the sides of its face. Its eyes were bloodshot. I took a step back and watched as the rest of its body began to pass through the walls and its arms were entered first. It reminded me of limbs of a spider bony hands with fingernails like knives rested onto the sterilized floor. They scraped across the floor as it pulled the rest of its body through. Its torso was thin. This thing hadn't eaten in years. Its legs were last to follow through the ball. Two spindly legs nearly as long as its arms stepped through. By the time this thing was fully in the operating room, it was taking up half of it. Then it dragged its body all over me, lying on the table and hovering its face directly upon mine. Its hands gripped the edges of the table, bending them slightly. Then its mouth began to open. Teeth like an eel filled this thing's mouth, rows and rows, thin, sharp needles. Its jaws began to dislocate and descend upon my face. Unsure of what to do, I shouted. The creature reeled back and turned its head toward me and its mouth closing in the process. The way it tilted its head as if its attention was now fixed upon me instead of the body on the table. It dragged one of its arms towards me and it landed right in front of my feet holding its body over me. Before I could bring its face to mine, my instincts were to run. I ran through the hospital, down the stairs, and out the exit. I ran down the street. The skies were empty, the dark. There wasn't a single star in the sky. I slowed down and looked back to make sure whatever that thing was following me wasn't following me anymore. But when I did... I ran into something. We will be right back with the rest of the story. I was knocked to the ground. Somehow this thing had gotten in front of me. It loomed over my head. I tried to get up, but it rested its massive hand upon my chest, hitting me to the ground. It was getting harder and harder for me to breathe. My chest was getting tighter and tighter, and the creature lowered its face inches from mine. Then it opened its eyes. They were black. Black with white dots all over. It looked like they were missing stars from the sky. My instincts were telling me not to look, but I couldn't look away. 
A mix of emotions, peace, fear, happiness, and sorrow were overwhelming me. So much so, in fact, that I almost didn't even notice its teeth growing closer and closer to my face. And just before the needles entered my flesh, I opened my eyes. I found myself lying in a hospital bed, sweat dripping from my body, and my wife was sitting next to me holding my hand. She told me how worried she was about me and she was glad that I was all right. Once I realized where I was, I tried to calm myself down. I asked her, what happened? She explained that the car accident me and her were in and all I could see was flashbacks of seeing her body in the car filled my mind. I asked her if she was all right. She said she was and that the initial impact knocked her out. And because she was unconscious, her body didn't sustain as much damage as mine. She told me that the guy driving the semi-truck that hit us was pretty banged up too, but he managed to call the 911 operator. She went on to tell me that the large piece of metal that had punctured my chest, and the doctors had to go in and surgically repair my heart. She told me that they had to stop my heart for six minutes to fix it. She commented on how pale I was and asked me if everything was still all right. I shook my head, yeah, I'm fine. The doctors remarking how pleased he was to see that I was awake. He stated that they wanted to keep me in the hospital for just a few more days just to monitor me. I'm not sure what I experienced that day was a freak nightmare or some kind of hallucinogen brought on by the medication. But ever since that day, I see that face everywhere I go behind me and every mirror peeking around the corner. I can't escape it. It's even worse when I sleep. It's face directly in front of mine during my dream. Its eyes remained closed only then They started to open when I wake up. I have no idea of the thing I keep seeing is real or not. If not, then hopefully some medication can help me in the hallucinations. But if it is real, then I have a whole new reason to be afraid of death. And so do you.